Welcome everyone to Anno Annie. We still don't know the name of that anime we saw that day. Here on the Mighty Loading Ready Live Video Entertainment Network, my name is Ian Horner, and joining me are the panel of weebs. <laughs> That's our that. name now. <laughs> what do we got here? Uh, I'm Brendan Beach Deary. I'm Heather Deary. I'm Ian. I'm Coriander Dickinson. And I'm Ian Horner. Yeah. Let's make that very clear. Good. Uh, this is not your standard anime review show, because first off, we're only going to be doing this seasonally, which means about four times a year. We're going to cover our favorite shows from the past season, and we're going to cover the three shows we are looking forward to most from an upcoming season. That means everyone only gets to talk about six shows. Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately. Adam so this show is not going to be comprehensive. It's just going to be retrospective, pre-trospective. Yeah. Hopefully chill and fun. Yeah. 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 And it's not even, not even our favorite yeah. anime from the last season. All about it's what we want to talk about. what we want to talk about yeah. from the last season. Yeah. I mean, I came at my list thinking, like, what are the things that I would want people to watch? Mm -hmm. uh, and it might even be things that are not necessarily, like, at the front of their, at the front of the list, right? Stuff that's not in the queue where it's like, oh yeah, you know, I think people should be watching X things. So. Mm. Do you have some examples? I do, exactly. Actually, <laughs> though I think most people might. Or have rather, ended up, do you have some choices? Might have ended up watching this. Uh, ama ama to Inazuma, which translates as sweetness and lightning. Uh, it is a story about a young single dad who is a school teacher, and he has a young daughter, and his wife uh, tragically passed away at some point a few years prior to the series happening. Six um, months. Six months, yes, okay, good. Very recently. <laughs> quite recently. Um, he's dealing with the loss as best that he can because it's still quite recent and he's trying to juggle having a kid and going to work and, you know, and then cooking for her and doing all that other kind of stuff, but he's just not good at doing any of the stuff because his wife was handling all that. And, uh, and he's just kind of noticing that um, his daughter's not doing so well. He wishes he could cheer her up. Uh, they run into a young woman at, uh, at a flower viewing and uh, he's kind of, uh, they get to talking and she says, oh, why don't you come by our restaurant sometime? So he's like, sure, I'm gonna come by. So he comes by the restaurant sometime. He's like, I have nothing to make for my daughter. So they come by and he's like, yeah, can we come in? And she's there and she's like, I'm sorry, but you know, we're not open. But then they cook some food together and she's like, why don't you just come back all the time? And then I have someone to eat with and I can teach you how to cook. Hmm. And so it is a show about cooking. Um, and it's a show about family relationships, and it's a you know, it it's a show about raising a, a young, you know, raising a young girl, and it's very cute, and the cooking's really good, and I really highly recommend it actually, because I've been reading the manga forever, and uh, and I really think it comes across quite well. All the food cooking is fantastic, and you get to learn a little bit how to cook. I'm going to point out that this, I think she's a high school student, Yes. doesn't actually know how to cook. Her mom is a celebrity cook and leaves the recipes that are easily to follow oh. for her. Yeah. In fact, she's afraid of knives. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. does not want to chop things, but he can chop things. Before sort of. She knows how, so that but she does not want to. to. Everybody has their place. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody handles their whole, whole thing. and. And the daughter sings uh, uh, magical songs to help everything cook faster. Okay. So cute. She likes magical girl stuff, so she's just basically being a tiny magical child. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really good. If you, um, we were talking about this earlier, and one of the downsides of the show is that you don't get recipes, 
but you do get to see like, oh, you're gonna need this and this and this, like vaguely, and then you can watch them cook and they talk about cooking and how difficult it, the things are to do it. Yeah, it seems to me that this isn't a show that's actually about cooking. This is a show that's about being a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Half the first, usually like yeah. half of the show covers the relationship and the other half covers the actual part of where we're cooking to kind of be together, like, heal the wound. Yeah, yeah, like the, the togetherness that food brings family yeah, okay. kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but if you read the manga, uh, at the end of the chapters, whatever they've cooked, they provide a, uh, an actual detailed recipe okay. with actual amounts, which is, I think, quite handy. Nifty. So yeah. I recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> uh, other thing that I would recommend is Chirdanshi. Mm. And uh, Chirdanshi is a story of... It starts with two boys who give up judo because one of them is never going to be better than his sister. And the, his buddy says, hey, I know, why don't we form a men's cheerleading group? Right. And it's not like... Oh, and Don, like mm -hmm. the classic men's cheerleading. This is this is like actual cheerleaders. Yeah, this is like, Western cheerleading. Yeah, rah, right? sis, boom, exactly. And they learn how to do tricks, and they, they're teaching themselves, which is a stupid idea. <laughs> do they bring it on again, <laughs> or do they step up? I never saw either of those movies. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but it's. I think it's really good. It's it's university students. It's uh, a bunch of guys just kind of being young and in the prime oh, of their life. Yeah. I remember seeing the uh, preview for this last season. And I it's think, very colorful. Yeah, yeah it, it looks it looks really cool. I think it's really well, like the art is is wonderful. Um, the animation is good when it needs to be because obviously they're very active. Um, Every character is broken in some so way. So much midriff. And all the characters, they're not all identical. Like, you know, they're not all drawn like exactly the same way. There's there's a guy who's heavy, there's a guy who's quite skinny, there's guys who are taller and shorter. Okay. Um, so some, a little bit of variation there. Exactly. They draw some of them in weird shirts. Yeah. Like, con consistently. The oh, shirts because they're, they're in high school, weird. so they're not in, like, school uniforms yeah. all the time. Does Which is also fun. the amount of midriff that we're seeing in this preview reflect its way out in the show? <laughs> it's How much midriff is there? <laughs> um, Not 5%. Yeah, like which season of Prince of Tennis like, are we talking this, about? Yeah, like, th this reminds me are of... We, are Prince of, of Tennis to free. How, how far are we? This is not free. This, this, <laughs> this, Nowhere near this free. looks like it's going to be a K-on for girls. Yeah, it really isn't. Because okay. they're actually doing things. Yeah. <laughs> they don't okay. really have tea. They do no. go to a curry shop a lot. Yeah. Oh. They, they learn, I mean, they're learning how to do this. You can watch them do the exercises. You can watch the guys get really frustrated that they can't do the exercises. They can't do the, the stunts. They're trying to teach themselves, which, like I mentioned before, is really stupid because it's really dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, and all these plot points come up. And everybody has, uh, everybody has their own personality. And they all are trying to become better people because, like you said, they're all broken in some way. Yeah. Um, they all have things that they wish to get over, and together yeah. they will find a way to do that through the power of cheering. We only, so none of them develop a special move that's basically magic. No! Right? No. no, they don't! <laughs> it's it's cool. It's actually in the beginning. You Unless watch you count them, jumping. You watch them constantly fail at the beginning, which is great. because it's. That it's, sounds like fun. It's, well, it's, <laughs> like, it's like Beck, right? Okay. I mean, I had my problems with Beck because it's like, oh, look, that guy turned into a rock god in like a season. And I was like, but... You had problems with this one, too. I did, because they, they were getting better at it faster than no, I no, you, thought you, they should. No, no, the problem you said you had was that as each new person they brought into the group was like, oh, coincidentally, you know how to tumble. Already oh, at the skill level. coincidentally, yeah. you were probably in a cheer group before and can help us succeed into this thing. Oh, coincidentally, you know how to do that thing that we really could use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no there's no room for struggle uh, against we need to find somebody to fill a certain role oh, yeah. because the only ones who are struggling to fill the role are really the two main characters. They're going to be flyers. Right. It's, it's their, but it's their story then. Yeah, it's and their... We, yeah. 
It's I, I really like it. I um, I we only watched up to about the eighth or ninth episode, uh, which is where they replace the ending sequence with them actually doing their first routine. Okay. And you get to see them do it on stage. It's at like the local like the cultural festival the university has. Um, so it's them showing off. Hey, we learned how to do a routine. We're gonna cheer. Let's do that. It's uh, I think it's it's really energizing. I think, and it is yeah. interesting to watch these guys. Um, nobody has a terribly horrible dramatic arc that's really just kind of like brings the whole show to a screeching halt. They kind of just keep pushing through and moving through, which is very nice. Well, and that cheer sequence is really good because it's it shows how they're beginner. Like they they have some coordination, but they're slipping a little bit. They're fumbling. They're not perfectly in sync. Which means they had to animate all that too, which mm -hmm. I thought was great because it's like, oh yeah, you get none of that for free. You had to show that they're slightly out of sync. They're not doing something quite the same way. And I'm like, that's that's a sign that you guys really like. They had to buckle down and get so many animators, I'm sure, and, and whip them through actually <laughs> doing this. Uh, but yeah, I recommend Chiranchi. And then the third one on my list is Hukigen na Mono nokean, hukigen na mono nokean, which uh, translates as uh, the morose mono nokean. <laughs> Are you glad you asked? Yes. yes. Good. So, um, hukigen na mono nokean is uh, it's about a uh, a young guy who can he attracts spirits, and one of them gets stuck on him, and he just gets like sicker and sicker over time and then he meets a guy at his school who's like oh yeah I see the problem and and he's able to help him because it turns out this kid at his school is uh, is the Mononokeon. He's the master of the Mononokeon. Hmm. Yeah because the Mononokeon is actually a separate thing of its own. Yeah uh, the Mononokeon is a magic room. Okay. Uh, the Fukigen no yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 There we go. So uh, it's it, the, the Mononokeon is a is a magical room that it might even be a couple of rooms, but we can see that it is one room. And he, um, uh, the master, that's the blonde guy there, uh, he runs this room. And what he can do is he can move back and forth between the underworld, where all the yokai live, and to the normal world. And he's human, so he lives in the normal world. But somehow he was made the master, and it hasn't become clear as to why he's made, been made the master. Um, but ultimately, he helps the uh, the black haired guy, and. Uh, and he says, okay, now you owe me like X number of money. And he's like, I don't have that mm. much money. And he's like, great, you now work part-time for me. Right. Fox dollars. Yeah, and it's... Well, yes, because you have to pay in the um, the currency of hell? Or, yeah. like, it's, it's not human currency that he's using. Yeah. That he wants. So yeah. it's it's really, it's great. They've built a really interesting universe. It's friggin' gorgeous. When they go to the underworld, it's amazing. And uh, I love that... Like I've been really into these um, uh, dramatic comedy uh, yokai shows, where it's like yokai are not sinister. Like they're they they can be bad, they can be scary in their own way, but we're gonna bleed a lot of that off because we'd rather you just see that they are these beings and that they have a thing that they perform and they're still scary, but they also have their own wants and their own needs. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and there are other shows, that, like a lot of other shows, a lot of the manga that, that do this kind of thing. Kitaro no Gegege. Yeah, right? Like it's mm -hmm. like being the classic example. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I thought that this was a, a really cool show, mystical, different, uh, definitely 
uh, worth watching as well. Yeah, I, I really like the way they start it because as Beach said, they there's a little yokai that attaches himself to his shoulder that he actually finds on the street on the way to school. It's his first day of school. That one there. Yep. Like you That's see, the fuzzy one. Yeah, like he, which he calls fuzzy. Uh, it's his first day of school, and it's very like, yeah, I'm so and so. This is my first day of school. I'm gonna make friends, and he never makes it to the school gate. He keeps fainting from his energy being. So he spends the first two weeks. Trying to get in, closer and closer to the gate. In the nurse's office, so no one in the school knows who the hell he is. <laughs> so he can't make friends. Like, he was so happy to. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's great. I, it, I really like it. Mm. And, it is, there's a lot of that feeling. Like, that's what I loved about Spirited Away as well. I've seen a lot of those the, the, the similar character uh, designs of some of the, uh, the underworld okay. people. Yeah. yeah. All right, I am done then. That's my three. Ooh. All right, I only have two because oh. I really, uh, the ones I would have talked about either Beachhead or I didn't really want to talk about. <laughs> so uh, my first one is uh, Handakun. Handakun. Yeah. It's spelled like panda, but it starts with an H. <laughs> See, now when I when I first saw this, I thought this was going to be about Handa from, from, from Polar Bear Cafe. Ah. Uh, that would have been good. Well, it's not. So <laughs> it's, it's about a different uh, Honda from a different show. Yeah. Yes, it is. His own Honda. Uh, uh, it's e it's the prequel to Barakamon, the oh. uh, calligrapher yeah. Yeah. show where he goes to the island. Now he's in high school, and it's a comedy. He um, he thinks everyone hates him in school. So he has a, an actual black physical barrier that will come down around him, but everybody in school thinks he's amazing because look how cool he is and he always Ooh. knows the right thing to say. But his inner voice is, everyone must hate me. Oh, they are glaring at me so I should run away. Here, this is my best friend, but I really should stay away from him because otherwise no one will be friends with him. Is it the same best friend from Burma? Yeah, it yeah. is. The reason everyone hates him or, no, the reason he thinks everyone hates him is his friend told him that. <laughs> Good friend! <laughs> yes! Yeah. He was, the, his friends was, was jerking him around just for fun. Yeah. So, so the, the only thing I would say is um, if you've not read the manga, the first 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode mm -hmm. uh, really turned me off mm -hmm. because it's a very, uh, the, there's a bunch of characters sitting around a table and they're like, oh, we're part of the Handakun Club, and wait, we're getting an anime, and nobody told us about the anime, and they right. spend a long time on that, and I was just like, oh, is this gonna be the whole show? Because <laughs> I'm not gonna like this show. Yeah, but it, once you get past that, it gets good. It was definitely for the people who are reading the manga right. to be like, because yeah. that doesn't show up in the manga, they're like, oh, we're getting an anime. Wait, we weren't consulted, we're gonna make our own anime, and then they do, and it's obviously terrible. Yeah, and and they don't do that throughout the rest of the show, which I'm grateful for because I didn't read the manga, but I also don't understand, like, I get that you have a manga reading audience that will watch the show, and that's what, who, who that's for, but I don't really think it needed to that's be there or should have been there. Yeah, it would have been better as like, like an OAV or something. Because mm. mm. I also don't really care for a lot of gig anime, Actually, so it was pulling too hard that. It's interesting to bring that up because that's something that I'm going to be speaking out to my, of myself in one of my picks. But mm. we'll um, get there. My second pick is a show called Orange. Okay. It's mm. uh, a drama and a romance. And pretty it is very pretty. The uh, main character, Naho, 
uh, wakes up one morning and she has a letter from 10 years into the future from herself. Oh, go oh, oh, good. I'm glad when I get those. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, she, gets, uh, she gets a letter about this new transfer student, Kakaru, mm -hmm. who, and it says, don't, don't invite him to hang out with you guys after school today. Right. She, of course, she's like, okay, no, that's weird. I'm going to pretend. Uh, their group does invite him, and then he's not at school for like the first two weeks. And then they, she starts to read further in the letter and finds out that 10 years in the future, they were. she sent a letter back to herself to say, hey, I had some regrets. I really want you to change them. <laughs> they kind of end up explaining the time-traveling letters later in a weird way that's just kind of like whatever that I'm ignoring. Unimportant. Yeah, it's not really, really just ignore that It's part. really okay. not important. Uh, but what I like about the show uh, is that Kakaru is going through um, a lot of depression and loss, and essentially this is just, let's help him through that. Here's stuff you didn't notice then that I would really like you to help him through. Because right. I liked him, but I didn't have the guts to tell him. Okay. Mm. And it's really sweet. It's one of the only shows we've watched where you watch a character, like, go through an arc of depression. Like, you watch somebody do that, and you Did also... Did you not see Welcome to the NHK? Yeah, yeah but NHK... It's different, but... Yeah, this is very different. Because NHK was a comedy on top of being, like, dramatic. This, is, this one is not. <laughs> I think you need to watch some Gundam UC series, too. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the point I was, I was trying to make about this is that to watch... It was interesting to watch him come to school and be happy, like, to be happy, and then to watch them explore what, what's actually going on. Like, because you, we never see the story. Never, per, so we never get anything from his perspective through the entire show until one episode. So, really, as a person who has had things where it's like you act one way in front of people, but you're really feeling a lot of other shit, yeah. I think they capture that very well. Okay. And so, I think it's worth watching. Yeah, that does sound like a unique perspective, then. And that's your That's That's my two picks because I'm not picking a third. Okay, well I did go for three. <clears throat> and I went uh, big. Let's go predictable. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> Diamonds Unbreakable Part 4. Hey. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, after coming down from the high of Stardust Crusaders Egypt, I was I had no idea what to expect from this. Corey's read I the did. manga and she was trying so to tell me. So excited. It's so good. The scale is so small. Like that, those two words don't, that doesn't jive in my head, but because I- Because with like the Egyptian arc, the scale is like, you have to save the world yeah. from and vampires and gods and stuff, And right? then so for the first, I mean, for all of this series up to this point now, it's just these high school kids derping around in their hometown, maybe sometimes killing a guy's father, but that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> the, the animation on it, I felt, it stumbled a bit this season. It's not been as consistently pretty as the Egypt arc was. And I wasn't exactly as happy with the opening themes animation. Mm. They they started really using their own uh, hand-drawn animation rather than using the models from the video games. But they, Those they, weren't from the video sorry, games. No, they made their yeah, own. Made their, but computer-animated models is what they've been using up to this point in the opening themes. And I'd gotten used to that. 
It's made up for by the songs themselves in the opening themes just being so good with a, a slight dip in opening, the third opening, Chase You, or Chase, was just not to my cup of tea. But the ending theme, getting Savage Gardens, I Want You. Yeah. <laughs> and using it for the whole run so far has with, just With an evolving, adapting theme. Like, a lot of the thing they do is, like, in, as characters are introduced, they get added to the opening and ending. Mm -hmm. So, and these are characters that are developing over time, growing as people. It's not quite a coming of age, but it is certainly... It's a... I don't want to say that JoJo has a theme of, of growing to stand on your own is a... Yeah. It's a, a great pun. It, it kind of does actually have that feel to it. Uh, other than that, the, a couple other points I want to point out. It's super weird looking. You're going to get to see an old man flying around town holding an arrow because he's stuck in a picture. Photograph. Like a... Yes. A Polaroid. Cool. That's ex <laughs> it, it goes exactly how I describe it. All right. Cool. <laughs> and uh, the casting in this has been fantastic. Everyone is perfect, but one standout has been Takahiro Sakurai as Rohan Kishibe. You may know him as Shiro Kuma, or, or Polar, Polar Bear, Bear from Polar Bear Cafe. Nice. And every time he's on the screen, he has these two modes where he's either in just uh, attack, completely aggressive mode, and then he'll scale back and he'll sound just like this kindly Polar Bear. And then he'll be just going after the Kisame. It's, it's uh, a little bit jarring. I have two questions. Yeah. Sure. I Because as you know, I haven't really JoJo'd yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the color palette? The color palette, I think, finally hits that point that people like to... Uh, the Mimi JoJo stuff that used to be uh, prevalent before the, the series really started gaining more popularity. So like with the yellow skies and the, you yeah. know, and the... It's not always like that, but it definitely transitions into it in a way that feels right mm. and yeah. isn't jarring. They use it to like set the mood a yeah. lot of the time. Well, yeah, because I mean, that's kind of the, that's a very good use of a color palette is to make you feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, but then I guess the second question is, is this the most JoJo of the JoJo's? Not, not in my opinion. No. No, the, the Stardust Crusaders is still the most JoJo so far. Okay. But I understand that things are going to get different. Because there's a second season. Well, yes, there is a second season of this, but yeah. the next part is going to get more JoJo-y. Neat, okay. <laughs> in its cool. own JoJo way. <laughs> second anime that I would like to bring up is Sakamoto Deska, the <laughs> movie. Oh, because it's a movie. Yeah, we didn't realize oh. there was going to be a movie, uh, but my alert system just pulled it up for me, and it's it labeled it as episode thirteen. Yep. Yep. Like, why is there this secret episode? Because it's technically an OAV, or as they called it, a movie. And it's really only another half hour of the TV series. We didn't know it was the movie because it started. As a clip episode. As a clip episode. Oh, show. How disappointing. No, no we but were, it, we started, were, it started as a good clip show where it's like oh, the characters okay. doing yeah, commentary about clip, stuff that happened. And they're in the, and they're in the movie th theater. And it's it's laid out as if, well, okay, here's, here's Sakamoto, the, the movie. Oh, well, if I were going to do a movie about Sakamoto, here's what it would be like from my perspective. And then you get clips from the feature of that character. Oh, okay. And each of the groups of characters in the series do their own clip. And then they realize, well, yeah, making a movie about Sakamoto is really kind of dumb. So we shouldn't do this anymore. 
Let's go back to school. Hey, I wonder what Sakamoto's doing right now in America. Oh, he actually made it. I wonder what he's doing there. And then the rest of the episode is them imagining what he must be doing oh, in America. Oh it's not what he's actually doing. No. Yeah, oh. but it's it's the characters from the high school Americanized. Yes. So they actually run through the first, so they're doing clips. Yeah. But fully reanimated in a different setting with different oh. voice actors and it, it's... Yeah. Can we go home and watch that yeah, after we this? Will tonight. Okay, so, good. And this award, uh, this, yeah, it gives me, it's the, got the best fake out from the season for that clip show in, yeah. uh, introduction. And it's the uh, the episode that gave me the biggest feels mm -hmm. so far this season. Because I remember back when Azamanga Dio ended. That was my first introduction to actually getting to know characters mm. and really feeling sad that I wouldn't get to interact with them anymore, get to see any more stories. And so I ended Sakamoto thinking, okay, well, this is the end of the series, and that felt sad that I wasn't going to get to hang out with Sakamoto anymore. And so getting this surprise episode just really... Cramped it, it, that it back just up. hit yeah, me right like in the, the chest. It's like the Kill a Kill graduation episode. Yeah. Okay. The other thing about this that I, I want to that, mention, uh, I, I've been taking a little more interest in directors now and, and actual staff on series, and I looked into who directs Sakamoto Deska, and it turns out it is Shinji Takamatsu, who you may know mm. as the main director of Gintama. Oh, nice. Mm. Which explains a lot of... It kind of stands to reason some of the... Yeah, the comedic stylings of this. Yeah. However, did you know that he also directed Gundam 0080? Parts of Zeta, parts of Double Zeta, and was the assistant director on Char's Counterattack. Oh wow, he's been around for a while. Yeah, the, the comments section under him was an equal amount of, man, this guy's comedic genius. Man, this guy needs to stop doing comedy so he can go back to doing mecha. <laughs> People have opinions. Yeah. So he's good. He's, he's really good at what he does, and what he does is comedy and mecha. Nice, nice. Okay, and round number three, and probably... Oh, I can't call it my favorite, but it was certainly one of the best shows of the last season. That's Mob Psycho 100. And it's responsible for the second best meme of 2016, which was the redraw Reagan, this oh. guy. Yeah, oh. different uh, yes, stock photos and memes. Those yeah. have been good. He, yeah. he, he is probably best anime dad at this point. <laughs> By the way, first best anime meme of uh, 2016 is uh, To Be Continued, which yeah. is a JoJo part. Two meme. But anyway, uh, series director on this was Yuzuru Tachikawa, who worked on Chihaya Furu, Kill a Kill, and Lupin the Third, the lady named uh, Fujiko Mine. Yeah. Okay. And this would have what I would call the best opening of the season. It oh, is the really song good. is really yeah, the, good. The song, yeah. I'm constantly singing it to myself. Mob. There Mob. is so much going on in the opening animation. You notice new things every time. Yeah. And it has a fantastically uh, self-contained story that leaves itself open to more to another season, which clearly we're going to be getting if Time Warner has any sense in their head. But I would highly recommend watching this. It's it's all about feeling good, doing good, and growing. I so I read the manga for this, mm -hmm. which is still going, is my understanding. Yep, um, and. We've only seen one episode of the series. Okay. Uh, because generally when we sit down to watch, it's we're going to watch stuff that we both want to watch. Yeah. Um, we I do that too. I tend to not sit down and watch stuff on my own because it's timing-wise. It doesn't work out. And I really love the 
first episode that I watched, I was like, yeah, this really feels good. This really feels like a good um, adaptation of the manga. Um, but having read to like chapter 97, um, the manga's leaving me cold. Right. And I'm hoping that if they make another series of this, and it kind of continues, is that ad the adaptation is what will actually improve the source material, much like with One Punch Man, which is one's other series, mm -hmm. that um, when I would read like the first few chapters of One Punch Man, I was like, okay, I get it, I get the joke, I get the whatever. This is kind of cool, but whatever. And then to watch the series, to watch yeah. One Punch Man, the series, it was like, oh, no, I get this now. Hmm. I actually after see seeing it in motion. After seeing it move and after seeing everything happen on screen, I'm like, this makes more sense. Yeah, for this series, I was you planning to off. drop it at, uh, after the third episode. Yeah. I was just like, eh, it hasn't really got me. And then he was watching the fourth one and I watched with him. And I was like, okay, I'm watching all of this now. Nice. Yeah. So it, took, it took a bit. Huge emotional impact in the series as well. Yeah. Okay, and that's my three. All right. So I have two. And I am going to start off with Maho Tsukai no Yomi Hoshi Matsu Hito. Yeah. Or also <laughs> the, the Ancient Magus Bride, Those Awaiting oh, a Star. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this, this, yeah. this. You first. I am dying to see this. I am dying okay, to talk yeah, about so this. Okay, yeah, so I watched this based on... Uh, yeah. Yes, I watched it. No. No, <laughs> no this is not Sorry. it. Ian, there's no bus and there's no little girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other Maho. Yeah, Mahotsukai, so M-A-H-O-U. There it is. Yeah, that yeah, one. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. As I said before, that uh, is the one. So yeah, I, I watched this based on the strength of the PV in the trailer and uh, its description as a prequel for the mm. for the manga. Oh, really? It's a pre prequel for Volume Five, I think. Ah. Because it starts off in the midst of things. Like the the PV makes it seem like oh they're going to go into backstory about uh, how Chisei is sold into slavery by her parents and then bought by the Magus to marry him or stuff like that. And it doesn't. It starts with her like waking up in bed and her familiar is already there mm -hmm. and she goes downstairs and there's already the maid character and all of these characters have already been introduced and the, they get a package from another character that's already well known. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, looking at this PV, it, 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 I don't remember half of these scenes in the... Uh... It's going to be a three-part OVA. Mm. But, but the first episode's the only one that's like up on places and mm -hmm. crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It, I get a real like they're spirited away vibe a lot of the time. They're really trying to be a, gi a Ghibli yeah. feel uh, to it. There was a little bit of awkwardness with him like carrying her and like lifting her up and then like tell me a story tell me why this book is significant to you i got a lot and then of... it just doesn't doesn't resolve that mm. i got too much moe vibe from it to feel good about this i will keep huh. watching it it but really doesn't look like a moe no it, it doesn't look like it but the that, that's the vibe i was getting from mm. at least that one episode i yeah i think the complaints i've heard about the manga are from people who say the from the beginning, the because they won't read anything past the essentially the establishment of the story where it's sold into slavery by her parents and then bought to be a bride, and they're like, "Nope, I'm not reading it," right? Because this and seems like it's going to be every the, terrible. The, the real reason is because she has magic power. She's the slave beggy, 
Whatever. Yeah. Which means that she can absorb mana from her environment and cast spells, but it means she can only live for three years or something, and so he's training her. But, yeah, he's... I mean, that... All this other stuff. That's a valid reason to not be interested in reading a thing. Absolutely. But... But I would have liked to have that in the anime. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like a little bit of information about what the hell's going on in the story. Yeah. Have you read the manga? Nope. Okay. I've been, I was thinking I should, and then when people said, oh, there's this in it, but yeah. people said, but it's really good, and I'm like, I can never trust what these assholes are saying whenever I go read the manga forms. I'm like, it's really good, though, and I'm like, yeah, but you guys say that about some other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> don't watch this if you haven't read the manga. At all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, it's probably worth watching because it's really pretty and it seems it's like pretty, a good story. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So far. Hmm. I, 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 I reserve judgment. There's probably the next episode's The Decider. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other pick is a Chinese movie that it <laughs> technically aired. It came in theaters. It was very successful in China and it's animated and it's called uh, Big Fish in Begonia. I'm not even going to attempt the Chinese <laughs> name, which isn't very long, but I just don't want to try. I'm lazy. Um, it is about... <clears throat> On the day Chin turns 16, she's transformed into a dolphin to explore the human world. She's rescued by a boy, and he drowns, and she feels bad about it, so she wants to try to get his life back, and he is a tiny white fish that she has to raise. It looks it's really just, good. It's just like massively fantastical and magical and beautiful. And I'm really excited to see this movie, but who knows, it could be a year before I get to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, much, right. much like Miss Hokusai. And Your Name, which oh, yeah. we'll also get to see when that eventually makes its way across here. Yes. So beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see fish movie. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, nothing but Ponyo. I, I'm, I'm really interested to see where this goes, because this is... I, I don't normally look to China for my, my Asian animation. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. All right. Anything else? Nope, that is, that is my two picks. All right. Okay, now Stay. we move into the future, or the... Present? Very, present? The very close present. Yeah. Episode one has aired on almost all of these things by now. Would you prefer to come back down the line or just go with me? Let's go back go to, to Beach. All right. Beach, you have things you like to talk about. Yeah, let's... Um, uh, good luck with this one, Paul. Uh, Kitaro Shonen no Yokai Eniki. Hey! Yep. <sighs> you have an English title for this? You know what? Give me a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I Google prepared, Translate, I will. I will bring. I will bring up what they're. I'm just curious what 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 its alternate might be, so people can find it. Yeah. So I'm not getting anything from the PV so far. I'm no, it's getting, it was, There's two it, characters. Yeah, I've only had the PV up essentially to show it's people comedy. what's what's going on. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, um, very much comedy. This I believe is in the shorts category. So let me just slide. Comedy in fighting. He's responsible for. Some ghost thing. Some sort of cactus ghost. This is the visual diary of Ki Kitaro's experience with yokai. So Kitaro Shonen is obviously mm -hmm. the young boy, Kitaro. Wait. And his yokai and Wait. Wait. This is... This is Kitaro. No. No, it, it is. It's not Gekige no Kitaro. But it's the same Kitaro with the one eye covered by the hair. By hair. Yeah. yeah. The, the girl is the same. I can never remember her name. 
Yeah, this is the Suzu. same thing. She's a Zashki Wadashi. God, yes. Yeah. Wow, why does this exist? So, it's the visual diary of Kitano's experience with Yokai. He's a boy with very strong spirit sense, but when he entered the Forbidden Storehouse, he was kicked out of his home. He soon found a new place to live, where he met a Zashki Wadashi, which is a house spirit named Suzu. He and Suzu soon began to attract all kinds of spirit creatures, starting with a Nurikabe, which is the wall that impedes travelers, mm -hmm. and a Mokumokuren appears as eyes on, in a torn paper wall. What sort of folklore creature will he meet next? Probably the shrew the type guy. The water one. Yep. That weird one with the tongue. There'll be a fox girl thing. Yep. Oh, um, there's always a fox girl in these. I picked I pick this specifically because of the yokai thing. And I was like, yeah, I want to watch another show about yokai that's also not freaky and weird and scary and trying to make me shit my pants. Um, I'd rather just watch something that'll be fun. This looks fun. That's literally it. There are better yokai shows. I don't care if this is a reimagining of Gigi and Okitado. I don't care I mean, about any of this stuff. I mean, I know I've not seen any of this, I, I but it looks like a gag thing I don't want to watch. And I'm but, th but this does trip my my flag of if there is a remake of something that already exists, just watch the thing that already exists. Yeah. It's probably better. Next. Yeah. I mean, Next. You, you won't know because no. you're clearly not going to watch it. But. I mean, we're going to judge everybody's choices, yeah. right? Yep. And to be honest, I watched a little gig again of Kitaro um, a while ago. And it's old? And yeah, it's very old. Uh, and it didn't grab me at all. No. It felt very Adam's family. And yeah. I was just kind of like, That's I'm what not it really kind of mm -hmm. into that. So, anyway, uh, Nobunaga no Shinobi. Oh, Nobunaga. Nobunaga's ninja? Because, yeah, because there is always a Nobunaga show or on Japanese television. Yep. It's, oh. it's literally Nobunaga's It's part ninja. of their constitution. Yep. You, ha you have to revere Nobunaga, whether or not you're you're happy with what he did or not. Oh, I thought you had to cute. hate or like yeah, him. That's the thing. It's a, it's a gag manga series. Uh, I have no idea how long the episodes actually are. It centers on a young female ninja named Chidori, whose dream is to help the warring states era warlord Nobunaga uh, to achieve his goals. That's it. Yeah, that's all there is to it. And it's just kind of a goofy gag series. And and I wasn't going to pick this because I was like, oh, I'll pick this other thing, Stella Nomaho, or I'll pick this or whatever. And then I downloaded the, I went to go watch the PV of it, but it turns out it was like the zero zero episode of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is actually kind of cute. I like this art style. I like the drawing. I like the the voices. Yeah, the I, Nobunaga character design looks fantastic. Yeah. Totally I, Nobunaga. I think yep. it's I think it's actually gonna be really good. It's just though it's a series of shorts, so it's not gonna attract many people. And then the third one Did anyone pick Nyanbo? No. Good, I'm not gonna talk about it, but Nyanbo. it is it Nyanbo is Donboro's cat. From uh, the uh, Yotsuba series. Why do I know? That's why oh, I knew it. Right. And they're making a show. Yep. But you can't yeah, what's, what's your actual pick? My actual pick is Udon no Kuni no Kin Ido Kemari. So it's about Udon? Yeah, it's the Udon Kingdom. No Kin Ido Kemari. It's the one about the guy that goes back to his home? Yeah. To make Udon? Yeah, probably. Right. He's probably making Udon? Yes. Totally making Udon. Yes. Oh, right, this is the fantasy-ish one. Yeah, it's a fantasy slice of life. I didn't realize that when I saw it. That... Uh, Sota Tawara is a web designer working in Tokyo. When he visits his family's udon place in Kanagawa, or Kagawa Prefecture, he discovers a young boy. On confronting the boy, Sota soon, soon learns his secret and decides to... <laughs> excuse me. And decides to quit his job in order to take care of the boy, Poco. Why would you call a young boy Poco? Because he's a tanuki. Yes! <laughs> the daily adventures of the two slowly unfold as Poco energetically navigates his way through Kagawa, the Udon Kingdom, along with Sota. Mm. Fantasy's life of life. 
So, so really, the first PV we watched of this had only one ah. scene where he was kind of like a tanuki, and mm-hmm. it looked like it was just maybe a kid's imagination scene yeah. until right. we watched the second PV where he was completely a tanuki through everything. Yeah. Is, is this like the wolf children? I, I remember. Am I going to cry? I, I, I kind of hope so, but maybe not as sad as that. I remember why I forgot about this, because I checked out after this first line. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Web designer goes to make Udon great, discovers a small... Nope. <laughs> I, I think this is going to be great. I think oh. I, I get shades of Barakamon off I, of it. I, yeah. I loved Barakamon. I think you're going to love this. Yeah, This is right <laughs> up my alley. It's very much yeah, a great show, this. but I really like, I like Ian's... Ian's interpretation of, oh hey, a web designer goes to learn how to make udon. I would really like a show about that. This is a different show. Yeah. A, a, a guy who goes to change to change careers goes from web design to be an udon person? That's adult doing That's, adult things. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like Space Brothers, but with udon. Yeah. This sounds like a cook show that's not about cooking. Yeah. Lightning and uh, sweets and it's, it's a single yeah. dad manga. Yeah, this is this is a healing anime. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, actually. Maybe. Maybe. It, it looks like it could be. It's hard to say. I just really love the idea of a small boy who's actually a tanuki, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be good no matter what. Mm. So if this sucks, I can't wait to tell you about it in three There's months. There's a reason that doctors tell you not to take medicine when you're not sick. <laughs> if that reason is that you turn into a tanuki, people are just going to take medicine when they're not sick, Ian. I'm done with my three. Okay. All right. Speaking of things that uh, Ian might not like... <laughs> Though I do like this new rating system. (laughs) It's a show called Classic Lloyd. (laughs) No, no, first of all, how much about this is, how much of this is about Back to the Future? Uh, It's about musicians. Okay, no, I'm still on board. Okay, okay. (laughs) There's a small town that is trying to revitalize itself through music. The roof Mm -hmm. is a piano. Classic Lloyd versions of Beethoven and Mozart show up. There's a shoe bill, so I'm... Okay, keep going. Classic Lloyds will play music known as Mujik, which uh-huh. is M-U-J-I-K. Mujik. And that uh-huh. makes stars fall and giant robots appear. Also, Bach, Chopin, and Schubert also show up. Holy so, shit. Tofu beats are involved? I, <laughs> I, I Did only... Did change your mind? No, 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 I was on board from the minute I saw the shoe bill, and now everything you've been saying is just, like, right? I... Like, like, so, <laughs> truthfully, so cool. the reason, the reason I wanted to check it out was because of that terrible Bach game we played yeah, in, in the, Rhythm uh, Cafe. Revenge, revenge of Music. But, <laughs> that would have been a better name for it, but, uh, the, um... And then I watched the PV, and I'm like, are you kidding? Beethoven looks awesome. This looks so right up my alley. Like, I saw this on the list, but I, I skipped it because it was called Classic Lloyd, and I was just like, this is going right? Vocaloid crap. It's a terrible name. Yeah, no, this is, I have to write this down right now. <laughs> yeah, Classic Lloyd. Cla- right. Classica. Classical Lloyd. Classical Lloyd. No, it's Classic Lloyd. No, no, literally in the title it had Classica with an A Classic Classic Classical. That's not how they wrote it in the website, I don't know. I'm going, oh, you've... But, yeah. Apparently there's two high school students involved in this somewhere, but I cares? don't know Nobody cares. if Every, I care about that. Everyone's so enthusiastic, and that makes me so happy. Yeah. Now, now then this is my opportunity to shit on this, because this looks dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Just I want wait. It. Just you wait. 
I, I am hoping. I will be watching this with Heather as well. <laughs> I, when I, has that ever stopped any of us? That's the thing, right? Like, it's like, I skipped this because I was like, this is my not, brand. It does not <laughs> sound like a, a plot that I'm at all interested in, especially the idea of of the mecha, because I'm never hot on mecha shows generally. But yeah, given oh everyone's enthusiasm, God. like, I will watch it so I can have it an opinion looks, later. It has a really great art style. I haven't had a chance to read all the people who do the music, but it looks like it, it's got a fairly. If, like, if Tofu Beats is involved, there's going to be some pretty good music in here to begin with. So that was my first pick. Uh, my second pick is uh, Natsume Yujincho? Yep. Yeah. Go, which is uh, basically Natsume's Book of Friends Season 5. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Natsume can see spirits. Uh, he inherited that power from his grandmother, who created this book of friends by bullying spirits to write down their names so that she could make them put, go into servitude. And now he has this book. He's returning those names to the spirits. There is a cat uh, that he calls Nyanko-sensei. The cat has a completely different name that I can't remember. And, and transforms. Yeah. The cat wants, wants the book of friends because he wants to have power over these yokai. Uh, and Natsume has said, well, you can have it after I die. So there's this constant, well, maybe I'll just let you die then, and then I will have this book, but I keep protecting you for some reason. It's a, he also threatens to eat him, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a few yeah. times. Uh, he, he's also like a drunkard and several other stereotype anime there's, old man there's things. Like old man things, not cat things. Yeah. There's he's like a cat. A, there's like a real, like there is like a real reason why he won't actually just straight yes. up kill Natsume. Well, it's because he loved his grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys live in a haunted house? No. Because no. there's a lot of yokai yes. shows going on. Okay, but this is a really nice one where he tries to befriend the yokai and then sometimes he can't. Yeah. But yeah. he's just trying to dissolve their contracts. Like he's trying to get rid of this book. Busting and, makes him feel good. Um, I I really liked the first season and the second season, and then when they brought out more, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Fourth season stopped a while ago, mm -hmm. so I wasn't expecting a fifth season to show up. I didn't so know. So I'm, I'm very happy. It's that just a I very easy season. thing to watch. I didn't know that this yeah. went on for five seasons. I thought it shut down after one. So, yay! Oh no, it came out with like uh, I think a couple years back. They came out with a box set on Right wow. Stuff that was really nice and had like a Book of Friends type. Feel to it. And now they've added a completely new series and you can just throw away that box set. <laughs> I bet the spines don't match either. No. <laughs> uh, so my Monsters. my Four third choice is Maha Shoujo Ikusei Keikaku, uh, which is the one with the girls on the bus. Mm. Oh. Uh, that was not the one that Corey was yeah. talking about earlier. So I was having trouble picking a third one because I... I was like, okay, well, there are three shows that I think are kind of similar in a lot of ways. One's about future VR, one's about mar magical art boys, uh -huh. and this one is a uh, magical girl project That explained thing. your tweet earlier. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of interested in this one because of the magical girl element, but also because of how implausible everything I read in the description was. In the anime, there is a social game called the Magical Girl Raising Project that lets one in tens of thousands of people be a magical girl, which means that's a terrible social game. <laughs> the, uh, there is one district that has 16 of them for some reason, which doesn't really make sense if it's, there's only one in tens of thousands to me. Just bad but server balancing. The administration wants to half the number of magical girls 
because they're having an energy magical energy problem. <laughs> and so there's some kind of rule set, I think, that gets put into place where they need to collect more magical candy than all the others. Mm -hmm. And then the rules get twisted somewhere and it becomes a fight survival thing. It's probably going to be tournament style with magical girls. Mm -hmm. Again, a thing I would not have glanced at. Or, or, or we're going to get a Madoka situation where people just die one by one. Not that many people die in Madoka. Um, Everyone dies in Madoka. Several Actually, times over, but they true. come back. Yeah. Everyone dies millions and millions of times. This, yeah, this gave me like a real sense of um, Mirai Nikki. Okay, but that's still pretty dark. Yeah, and that's what I kind of thought was going to happen here. Yeah. It's like, like I, I they're going to have to pick each other off one by one. and yeah. yeah, I think the intention is that it's supposed to be a darker series. Mm-hmm. Starts probably lighthearted within the first episode because I'm I'm sure it's like based on the PV I think the girl probably becomes a magical girl runs around she helps like I think she helps a grandmother cross the street kind of deal yeah right um, and then one day there's like a notification on her thing it's like by the way this is what's happening now fight for candy mm -hmm. but I don't know fight I it, it could be good yeah I'm hoping it's good I will sit and watch some of it with you it's good. Yeah. I will watch all of it without you if you yeah, don't want that's to. Fair. I will wait till the end and see what you... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's see what, fair. See what happens. I think it's really hard for someone to say that, oh, this will be the new Madoka. Right? I like, don't think anyone should aim to be Madoka, no, but yeah. that, there's that, plenty no, of series that, that can mess with the magical girl trope. That's yeah. what's worrying me about this, is, is it feels like this isn't... I Again, I, I have to wait and see, but it feels like it might not be messing enough with... Yeah. To, to be a new story. Like, what if it's a try-hard and it doesn't actually deliver anything that's interesting or new? But yeah. we don't I mean, it. it's hard to tell when there's potentially 16 characters at least involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's this a is lot. why we have friends to watch things for us first. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not they take, a, they take our advice. Unless it's classic. <laughs> our right? advice is to have lots of friends. Mm. Yes. And then give them back their names. <laughs> that's that's my, my three things. Okay. First up on my list is Sangatsu no Lion. Yes. Yes. Or Three Gatsu no Lion. I can't remember which which word I use. I don't know very much about this. I've read the manga. I know it involves shogi, which is oh, a, a someone yeah. being good at something, and adults doing adult things. So those are good things. Uh, it's about a boy who apparently is good at shogi, but is, doesn't go to school, doesn't interact with friends, it's, it's all he does, and has a hard time dealing with his family. And so it'll be a bit of column A and a bit of column B, it looks like, especially from the, the previous going on. What caught my attention about this series is the distinctive character design, which people may recognize as being created by... Did I write it down? I didn't write it down. China, wow, thanks, autocorrect. China Union. <laughs> that oh. is not the person's name. But if you look up Hachimitsu to Clover, or uh, Honey oh, and Clover. Right. Or Which is one of Ian's favorite series of all time. Eden of the East. Oh, it's which was same, a good series. Okay. It's yeah. the yeah. same mangaka behind that. Yeah, I get like a very Honey and Clover vibe from this series. And that mangaka is very into exploring ideas of growing up. And, uh, and I guess becoming an adult and living as an adult and what that means in terms of changing your changing your relationships with people. Sorry, Paul? Uh, Chika Uminu? Thank you, yes. It's a, it's a pseudonym, so mm -hmm. I guess it's okay to use the 
wrong words. Uh, it looks like it's going to be sp a shogi sports anime, but with a focus on, again, that interpersonal relationship. And probably something that's slow and not too hyper. So I'm super excited. And of course, Studio Shaft, so it's going to be pretty AF. Oh, so, yeah. so you're thinking maybe like less intense than uh, Chiai Fuyu? It's, yes. Yeah, it, it, like, it's, it, it's going to have some funny moments, but there's, there's going to be no crazy... Uh, over, it's not going to be over the top. Yeah. Mm. To be clear, the three women we're seeing, the girls that we're seeing in the in the preview, mm -hmm. those aren't his family. No, no, it's his adopted family that he deals with. Yeah. Um, I, I think I wouldn't classify these their works as healing anime, no. but they definitely are low key. Like they're just going to make you feel sad. Yeah. If yep. I'm. But in like a good way. Right. Yes. Like it's in a way that I find acceptable. Yeah. An acceptable yeah. sadness. This, this was not a depressing manga to read. No. But it certainly was a. Um, it certainly did make you feel. You, you down. get gut punched. Yeah, you feel bad about the situation that he's in, that he can't seem to find him, his way out of, that he's trying to get better at doing something and he can't break through. And you'll definitely find a lot of parallels in your own life, usually. Yeah. It'll, it'll start making you think about your own failings and well, how you get through and your own expectations. really, really strong on isolation. Mm. Like, this is really, like, the manga was very much about isolation, and I think I, I do want to watch it because I've read okay, it. Okay, good, because everything you're saying now is making me, <laughs> backing up my decisions to watch yeah, the hell yeah, out of this. Yeah. Uh, let's move on then to something completely different. Gaku and Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you took this one, okay. Yes. So you wanted to talk about shows that were goofy? <laughs> yes. Or different uh, art style, definitely. Oh man, oh, man this art I, style. I, oh. I don't know much about Gaku and Handsome, but I know that I like <laughs> Look at it. really bad shit, and this looks so shitty, and it knows. So this is either going to be amazing or it's going to flop hard, and mm. it's going to be pretty easy to tell right out of the gate. But, yeah. Please gotta, tell me what the story is. I don't care. <laughs> but do you know? Oh, oh, my understanding was this is based on a boy game. Like, it's supposed to be like a dating sim. Oh, right, I think it is. I think it is. Where every time you go out of the school, you are handsome. Yes. Okay, you know, that makes it better for me, though. <laughs> And I don't think it's a. I don't know if it's a boy dating boy game, mm -hmm. but it might be a boy dating boy game. But it might be BL. If if you it, the, the art style, by the way, is a reference to I guess not a specific person's art style, but no. the way that children draw people. Like high school students yeah. draw handsome boys. Like you see it in Nichi Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, they're, they're trying to mimic that anime style with the pointy chins, and they go a little too far. Yeah. So it's again, it also it pushes my buttons of uh, of self self referential uh, Japanese pop culture. So I, I'm going to be excited I to see what this I just can't believe goes. they made a series. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got to be cheap to make. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And finally, number three, the first thing that we actually got to see this season, mm. we're going to talk about Yuri on Ice, mm. which is the... Worst case of flagrant false advertising I have ever seen. I got so excited. Yeah. First off, there's two Yuri's. Yes, there are two Yuri's, but their names are Yuri. Mm -hmm. They are not Yuri-ing on ice or elsewhere. Because <laughs> uh, they're both dudes. Yes, that's very true. And that's a little bit more accurate. <laughs> First point I want to make about this series is that it's an original OP. It's not based on a light novel. It's not based on a manga. This is straight to TV 
stuff. And it's rare that we get that these days, that, that a studio, especially a studio that's putting out this quality of work and it's going to throw this much money into it, is going to put out something that's brand new. That's the next part. It's not a studio that you that I have seen a lot of stuff out of. It's Studio Mappa. Oh, really? And hey. The only thing I could see out of their list that I actually enjoyed was Sakamichi no Apollon. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Which turned out to be a very good show in terms of its animation for its fluidity of movement. Right. Which is very important, as you can see, because they're doing a hell of a job animating these intricate, uh, choreographed pieces of, uh, of figure skating, which I believe they actually got people, actual figure skating coaches in to, uh, to coach the, the animators on. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Uh, director, Sayo Yamamoto, director of Lupin III, The Woman Called Fujiko Mine, storyboard and background art for Redline, did an episode of Kimono Zume as director, mm. and was director on Space Dandy and the Viva Namida music video. Oh, so hmm. big, big ups in my books, and I think Corey's books as mm -hmm. well on that. Uh, as for the story, it's about a kid named Yuri who was a uh, who was a figure skater who comes back to his hometown to get back into okay, figure skating. Where does the thing start? At the Sochi Olympics. Yeah, he's in the junior category at the Olympics, and he finishes dead last. Yeah. And gets a little fat and then goes back to his hometown of failure to maybe start figure skating again. But then it fakes you out. Mm. The show is not going to be about him having to lose weight and get better at figure skating and, and you know, pick himself up off the bottom. Because he's already started. Turns out he's, yeah, he's already started. He's pretty freaking amazing. Mm. And the end of the episode is this other Yuri. No, not Yuri. Victor. Yeah, his his figure skating hero, Victor, who had won the Sochi Olympics that year, mm -hmm. has come to his town because his friend figure skate uh, shot shot his figure skating practice session, and it went viral on the internet. This Victor has seen him do his own routine, and has said, "I'm going to come here and coach you." Hmm. So we don't have to. Which he says, "Well, absolutely freaking naked." Yes. And the and the boys have nipples, so it's so there's a big riff. Uh, it ends with a naked muscle man. Yep. And, so uh, it's I because everything about this made me think that the spirit of burning nope. shonen competition and nope. horseshit, but nope. it's not. This is nope. straight ahead drama. This is just yep. I, you're gonna get better, and I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna watch that one. Yeah, and oh, it, okay. it looks really good. You did like the first episode, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Just checking because sometimes. No, no, they're, it they're, sounds a good thing, and then then it's disappointment. There's a lot of hype over this right now. Yeah, and, there really is. And it looks to me that the hype is is to be it's believed. Yeah. Okay. It, it leaves everything on the floor, and I'm I, I'm excited to see the next episode. It's I was worried that this was going to be a K-On for a K-On about sports, and it's not. It's actually about the, the sports and the figure skating. See, you know, I just thought it was going to be Shonen Showdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I thought, and I'm like, that's not what I want. I would have preferred a KM yeah. for sports. No, very, very but, realistic, very, very drama heavy. And not drama in the sense of, oh, the, everything's dr dramatic and sad and dark. It's, and somebody it's, has to go to New York. It's, it's an actual story that's being played out here. Mm. And it's not being played for laughs. And I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of this. Hmm. And those are my three 
uh, shows for the season. Would you say it's f- similar to like we've only seen about half of ping pong, but is it similar? Drama wise, okay. uh, not sports wise. Not sports wise, and yeah. definitely not art wise. No, no, but I mean, but drama wise, it's like that's the ideas that the characters have. Their yeah, own... I think it's a little, it's a little vague on the mm-hmm. sports. Okay. So it's not going to go as precise as ping pong did, or focus, I guess, as heavily on it. It's going to be like a motivation for the characters, but the show itself is going to be more about the main character, hmm. like finding himself, okay. maybe. I think the, the the best way to put it is, you could make this as a live action series in North America, oh, okay. and it would hmm. it would hit the TV. Be better as a J drama. Yeah. yeah, I would prefer it as a J drama. Yeah, but instead we're going to get to see this thing beautifully animated. Mm. I mean, the anime I'm sure will be good, but I prefer J drama to a uh, North American adaptation yeah. of uh, anime. But just to give you the level of seriousness that we're going to see in it, Corey. My first pick is Cheating Craft, <laughs> which when I went to the website, you can translate the website into English or Chinese. Oh, cool. So I don't know how they're pushing this, but it's really and it's a studio I've never heard of. I'm very curious to see this. Yeah, is it? and they're like 15-minute episodes, and there's only going to be 12. But uh, All right. Yeah, uh, so it's in a world where there are these school tests, and if you succeed, you could have a good life, and if you fail, you are one of the left behind. Uh, so Japan. So Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and so these students are at like this elite school, and there's two different paths you can kind of go in your life as a student. You can do the learning type, which is you actually try at school, apparently, or, or the cheating these type. Guys. Oh, and, wow. And, and it's about <laughs> the people that are the cheating types maybe working together with the learning types sometimes to succeed, and it's a battle series. Oh, wow. And because it's 15 minutes, they're all going to be very protracted. They're going to be very protracted. Wait, it's short episodes. It's uh, oh, yeah, curriculum. The, the studio is uh, Blade. Who and this is their first solo production. They've done helping right. with, a, with a lot of stuff. But, I think uh, I recognize some things in their, in their opening bit, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be paying very close and attention the, to the loops here. And it's the stupid shonen crap that I want. Like, there's a kid with a mechanical pencil gun. Yeah, that that that's what okay. No, that's me. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nice. Okay, yeah, excited. Nice. Okay, looks like we've moved on to. No, that's still cheating. Yeah, it's still cheating. Okay, craft. yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, so this is, and it's got like a watercolory backgrounds. Thing going on that I like. Lots of panning. But lots of, uh, of kanji in that, that beautiful... Uh, Choppy sh- style? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, my next pick is Drifters. Mmm! Which uh, is, like, the main character was in the Battle of Sekigahara. Uh, he's injured, he's walking around, he gets tr- transported to a hallway with a lot of doors and shoved through a door into a world that's fantasy-like. Uh, there's like fairies and hobbits and goblins and stuff. And he's been summoned by a force of human magicians that are trying to defend themselves from being overrun. And there are other drifters, as they're called, like Nobunaga and Joan of Arc. And okay. <laughs> right, because Nobunaga was not that wasn't technically warring states. That was like he was like that was the, the end of it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Nobunaga came first, then Hideyoshi, then, then Tokugawa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's these figures from history like Rasputin, Anastasia, and yeah. Now this this is from the guy who brought us Helsing. Yeah, this, this is from a lot of the staff that this, brought you Helsing. This is not a comedy though. No, oh, no, no. This is gonna be violent. 
it's gonna be very violent I and and stylish because like the the character designer from Helsing, uh, the music from Helsing, uh, the director from Helsing, the mangaka's Helsing. I saw two very different trailers for this, and one of them had me very excited, and the other left me very cold, and I'm worried. I'm hoping that the one that left me cold is going to be the one that was, that was wrong. A, a, a wrong and aimed at North American viewers, because the one that got me was that opening shot of the Sekigahara battle mm. with uh, classical music behind it and just very, very slowly paced, very deliberate uh, battle. Yeah. And the other one I saw was Raging Guitars and <laughs> Dragon Ball Z solo. Oh, wow. I hmm. think it's going to be really Helsing. Like, if yeah. you like Helsing. Yeah. Saburai battle. Yeah, no, based on what I've seen from the art and Corey's description, it's probably going to be Helsing. Mm. It's going to be like the Helsing OVA thing from 2006. Huh. Yeah. Mm, Bob's yeah. one I liked, so hey. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. going to be that. Then good for you. Yeah, good for me. <laughs> it's going to be that with all your favorite characters well, like I mean, Nobunaga. Not everyone likes Helsing. That's like a very violent show that's not mm -hmm. typically a... And we've seen from Fate that the, the, the uh, character or uh, Heroes Out of Time formula does kind of work. But I feel like this is different enough from the fate trope. I've uh, seen trope. plenty of shows that like to push well, historical characters in together, and I like that trope. In as much as these are actual real people who existed, like that, the guy, is my understanding, the guy who's the main character was a real person who fought. He was a real samurai who fought mm -hmm. at that battle. So um, that means that there's a folklore element that... Um, People in Japan were like, this guy's famous enough, people are going to know who he is. Yeah, but then they transport them to a world with elves. Yeah. So. It's a little fish out yeah. of water, but it is. And also, like, like, the character design's really. Uh, loose? No, it's like unexpected. Like, the guy with the eye patch that's grinning is Nobunaga. That is unexpected. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, unrecognizable character designs. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, my third pick. Oh yeah, and the director directed the first three series of JoJo. Oh, not Diamond Doesn't Break, but the first three. Yeah, I was I uh, I probably ran into him in my travels. I mean the internet, not yeah. the actual man. When, when you were looking for <laughs> information about staff. Excuse uh, me. My third pick is uh, Fune no Amu, The Great Passage. So F U N E, yeah, Fune. Fune. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is about some workers at. A publishing company that are working on a dictionary. Hello. Right. So this yes. is a, like right. there's a, a guy. He's been a senior editor for a long time. Uh, he meets a marketer or a salesman from another department and recruits him to his team because he's friends with someone. And it's just them trying to make this mid-sized Japanese dictionary called the Great Passage. Oh man, that about, I guess, style. Them just being in an office together. Maya Sakamoto's in this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I was already down for it, and now yeah, no, she's I, probably going to play an Onesan. <laughs> I, I think this is probably one of the shows we're all going to end up watching. I think yeah. we all marked this down yes. as something we're yep. into. I'm yeah. sold. I don't know why, because it's just like the description is just like, oh, they well, do mediocre things. This is one of those series, too, or that's that's got a lot of pedigree behind it. 
because I believe it was a drama and a movie and also a mug. So it's it's popular. I've I've seen a, num a number of shows where it's just like this guy wants to work over here, but now he's over here working with this guy doing like manga or something, and it has nothing to do with the manga. And I like those shows, so I. Just like, but I think oh, this show has everything to do with the premise, where it's just like they're trying to make a dictionary. But the pages look like they leapt out of things and magic happened. <laughs> so, I think it's, it's a, a dictionary. You know how we do improv, right? No. No. Yes. Yeah, and you know how I'll say you, yes. you and I do improv, yeah. right? Hello. Yes. Hello, I'm improv actors. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Um, and part of, like, the, the, one of the bigger rules is take a, this is, I think, why I caught on to this as fast as I did. It's because it's like, when you get something from the audience, try to get a, the most mundane thing you can get. Because then the juxtaposition between the mundane thing that you are doing and the actual story you're able to build out of that mundane thing mm -hmm. heightens the comedy or heightens the drama of it. Yeah. And that's why I think that I got this immediately. Like, why I was like, I, I think I need to watch this. Because I'm like, everything about making a dictionary sounds about as appealing is reading the dictionary and yet there's got to be there's got to be a reason why somebody said we need to sit down and make an entire series about this yeah so what are they able to elevate from this idea of there's magic a, a person who just writes <laughs> words and descriptions I mean, I know it's... there's got to be something there it's the same reason why i was so interested like our friend brian who worked uh -huh. in wikipedia i wanted to hear more about what it's like to edit wikipedia i I think what I, I think you might be uh, getting something different out of this then. Because yeah, I, I imagine I am. Well, but that's what got me. Th that that does line up with what I was so excited about. Diamond is unbreakable. Mm -hmm. I think I was where I was just like, it's so low stakes. Yes. Yeah. How are they going to elevate it? How are they going to make it feel? No, it's just it's very personal. Oh, okay. It's just like because everything is so overblown a lot of the time in story, and this allows us to get a glimpse into a job that we're not familiar with, into a process we're not familiar with, like Shirobako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just have interpersonal stuff happen. And one of the things that I really enjoy get, getting out of Japanese culture is this juxtaposition of passion and dedication, mm. and where those align and where they don't align. Because you know, in Japan traditionally, you've trained to do one thing, and you get to do that job for life, and you get very good at it, and you have your hobby, and you get really good at your hobby, and that's the thing you. Those are the things you do: your inner and your outer. So we could see that realized through the one guy who's brought into the department, who's like, "I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm dedicated to the company." Yeah. And right. so I guess I'm going to have to learn how to do this. Whereas the guy he's working for, a senior editor, might actually be very passionate about the project. And he's looking for a successor. Yeah. And at that point, he's got to try to either bring out that same passion in that guy, or at least help him to understand why this isn't something important. Right. And that's I th that's a very unique point of view that we don't see in, in North American stories very often. And I really enjoy seeing it. In so we all want something story. different out of this same yeah. series yeah. that we're yeah. all very interested in seeing. Like, I, I know they're not, it's not like magic magic. I know it's more of a metaphor thing, but I really appreciate that as opposed to talking heads. Mm -hmm. Right. Which sometimes series like this can turn into. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an animated environment. It, it can be fantastical, a little bit easier than... That seemed to be harder to do. Yeah. With the camera. Ah, so that's your three? Yep. Okay. I think we should spend a good 30 seconds talking about one series that none of us are going to watch this <laughs> this season. And I, and I specifically no. don't want to... I, I brought it up now because it's, we don't have a clip for it because I don't want to show a clip for it. 
But now I'm thinking about it. I can see it in my head. So Keijo is a story of a young woman who is very good at gymnastics and is being sought after by many teams and towns. But she just wants to play a game called Keijo, where Keijo. women... No, 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 no. Her family is in poverty, so she's doing a gambling game thing called Keijo she so that she can... She wants to do it. She wants to do it because it's a new thing. Yep. Yeah. She, she, she but wants... But so she can get money. Keijo is a game where women in bikinis... Get swimsuits, not all of them are in bikinis. Stand yeah. on a platform and try to knock each other off with their butts and boobs. And the platform is floating in the water, mm -hmm. and you're only allowed to touch each other with your butts and your boobs. Yep. yep. If this series were made in 2003, ADV would have dubbed it and called it Bikini Butt Battles. <laughs> they might not have put the you're butt in there. Absolutely yeah. not wrong about any of that. And the first disc would have come with its own chipboard case for you to put the rest of the episodes into. <laughs> it... It's it's a really really ridiculous premise that is really really obvious I'm, for what it I, is. I'm, I appreciate Actually, yes, yes. that it is what it, it is. It's yeah. not being deceptive and it in knows any way. What it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really like, funny. I don't way, want to watch it, but I, it's really in, funny. In, in a way that that he became funny and pretends to be something else. Keijo knows what it is and just says, "Yes, we are a show about women in boobs." Part, part of part of I think what puts that across too is the eight exclamation marks in its name. <laughs> did you count them? Yeah, I did. Like, yeah, Yuri, like Yuri on ice has three. three. Yeah, which is but, insane. But Keijo has eight. Yeah, and I. Are you going to watch Keijo? If I was twenty years old, I probably might. Okay, good. Look, Keijo is probably the only anime where the girls are going to get animated with their spines moving in directions that would literally snap them in <laughs> half. But I would probably not notice because I'd be too busy oh, going, "Wow, that to, butt need, is like rocketing across the I platform." Need, I need to say something. Mm -hmm. I need to say something about this. Is that um, obviously the four of us were not going to watch it, but we've all seen the PV. Yep. Because we're like, and I've actually seen it show up on Twitter a bunch. Yeah, like, no, right? like, I didn't know what it was, but I yeah. saw it's pictures because it's Twitter, like butts it's, making it's contact all with over, people. It's over Crunchyroll, all so, over their stuff. It is going to be the thing that they are going to be selling. Sure, and yeah. it's going to be popular. Yeah, they're pushing. I mean, uh, Mary Cagle already tweeted mm -hmm. some yeah. things about it, uh, which I thought was great. The 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 point I was going to make. Though, in, in regards to is that, we know that we're not going to watch it. Yeah. We don't know who out there who's listening to this, fans of uh, Loading Ready Run, even just fans of ours, if you're listening to this, um, you might want to watch this yeah. and have at her. And that's, that's we great. We were never going to I, stop the, people, Beach. Yeah, I know. And, but the reason I said I would watch this if I was 20, I wasn't trying to allege that because I am much older now, I am much more mature <laughs> and of a different outlook or whatever. It's like, no, literally, if I was 20 years old, I probably would have been like, sweet, boobs and butts, why not? Click yeah. watch whatever. Because back then, I hadn't watched that much anime also at the same time. You weren't just totally, totally bored. Just a huge by... dog and yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. I was. But I would have, I would have probably watched it and been like, yeah, sure, I'm all over this kind of thing. I don't know if it's going to end up having a good story or not having a good story. If it's going to be, you know, one thing or another. Um, but these days, I don't have time to integrate it into my life. And I think it's, I think it's a, it's a funny, uh, it's a funny thing that exists. I think it's funny, and I certainly don't think it's going to be of any great artistic value. So. But I'm not trying to say this, therefore, is like, it's no good. No, I think it's bad. It, <laughs> and it's okay to like bad things. Yeah. If, if, if I hadn't watched a lot of anime, I would probably watch it just to see it, because I do think it looks funny. Um, but from the one 
scene in the PV where the two girls just like smack breasts mm -hmm. right, really hard together with speed lines. That was painful. Yeah, all I could think of was, this looks really painful. The, the weird thing I found out in my research today. <laughs> this entire show is just going to make me think of pain every time I see it. Speaking of painful shows with be weird bending spines and wrong moving boobs, Bento. Yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, one of these, I can't remember which one, but one of the four, six series I mentioned today was directed as well by the guy who did Bento. Yeah. And you can make good things and then you can also make. I liked things. Bento. I like Bento good. as well because it exactly knew what it was. Yeah. It was yeah. stupid. So, but the only reason I bring up Keijo, I wanted to, to put it out there at the end of the show. That we're aware of it. Is, yes. I want you all out there to know that we know that it exists and we are not going to be watching it so you don't have to ask us. Um, I don't know. I think someone could pay me a lot of money to watch it. Something that, from two seasons ago, that I think mm -hmm. we all agree that everyone should watch is Space Patrol Luluco. Oh, yes. yes. We so should mention that as well. Watch that, that instead. Because Best it is perfect. Anime of the year. Yeah. Anime of the year. So, any other final comments? Yeah, we're only doing this every three months. We Keep covered, that in mind. We covered that. Yeah, but I'm doing it at the end so everyone okay. remembers. Any okay. final comments at all? Uh, the uh, thoughts and views of uh, the four people on this podcast do not necessarily re uh, reflect the thoughts and views of Loading Ready Run. Or even each other. Or even all or of us. Or Media. Yeah. For email, please email beige at beige.net. Mm -hmm. Don't. Good we luck. don't know where that leads. <laughs> please don't. That said, we would like to thank everyone out there for all of the support you give us via just the comments you leave in the comments section on loadingreadyrun.com in the forums. And for those of you who choose to support us by Twitch subscriptions or at our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. It's what helps us actually do these sorts of podcasts and all the great shows here on the Mighty Loading Ready Run Entertainment Network. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. If you didn't know we stream, we stream on Twitch TV. So, do, yes. so go check those out. I do have one last thing actually I want to mention. Uh, we missed a season. Mm, yes. We're not going to go back and no. review that season. No, we, except for Lulu Co. Because you have to watch that because it's yeah. perfect. We've just decided we to move forward. It's, it's yeah. the one thing we remembered from that gas leak time in our lives. I mean, that was that was great fantasy. Yeah. So thanks so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you all next season. Bye.